Tiffany, welcome to Boss. Thank you so much, Allie. I'm so excited to join you. I'm so excited. Boss is my amazing executive interview series on LinkedIn and now a podcast. I interview my incredible network to help others learn, network, and pay it forward. It's my turn. It is. I'm so happy to have you as a guest on Boss. I know we've been talking about it for a few weeks, maybe even a few months. It's uh, amazing that we get to get this scheduled, especially coming right off of CES. Yes, I uh, would love to tell you more. CES was incredible. I'm Tiffany Moore, uh, Senior Vice President for Political and Industry Affairs for the Consumer Technology Association. We own and produce CES. So yes, we are coming off a magnificent CES 2024 and look forward to sharing more about all the excitement. I love this. I've been to CES. It's definitely been more than 10 times at this point. I did unfortunately miss it this year. So I'm excited to get all the scoop, all the trends. But before we go there, tell me about yourself. Well, I'd have to say I have more than 27 years of experience in Washington, D.C. at the intersection of technology and policy, but also technology and workforce most recently. And so I get to work with policymakers every day to encourage them to advance good legislation that advances innovation and also caution against things that we think would serve to stifle uh, startups and, and companies to build the next best thing, many of the things that you saw at CES. But I also love the fact that I get to work on the intersection of our technology companies and their workforce whether it's initiatives on the future of work or apprenticeships or women and diverse voices in the tech ecosystem, it's really exciting to kind of have those two hats at CTA. How did you become part of the CTA and part of CES? I'll say this is probably my double digits, probably probably 12 or 13 CESs I've been a part of and attended. I've been with CTA for eight years, but I've been a consultant, a policy consultant for CTA. And so I always admired the organization. Like many lobbyists or advocates, I started on Capitol Hill. And as the tech industry was developing and growing and some of our largest companies were just opening an office or even considering uh, policy, that is when I got, kind of got involved with tech policy at the very beginning. And so have been able to see that evolution over the last 10 years and excited to bring that expertise to CTA. Uh, we have about 1,200 members. 80% of them are small businesses and startups. We see that as an opportunity to inform policymakers on what's next in tech. And so that's also why we bring policymakers to CES. Sometimes you have to see it in, in order to understand it. I love that. I remember a few CES uh, trips ago, there was that kind of like startup row that you get to to walk and see. That was one of my favorite parts of CES. It, it is the most exciting part of CES. I think we had 1,400 startups this year. When you want to see buzz, excitement, startups, like pitching, it's incredible. I love that. So we dug in a little bit, but tell me more. You're fresh off of CES 2024. What what was your favorite moment? Like, what's a highlight? Oh, there's so many. Uh, I I think probably the highlight is just like it was alive. Um, people were excited to see each other in person, um, and it was really back with a lot of excitement. Whether it's our conference programming or our companies that were exhibiting, people were just really excited to be there. And if you look at kind of the growth of CES, uh, whether it's digital health or ag, ag and tech. It's huge to see it kind of grow from kind of the traditional consumer electronics to every company kind of embracing innovation and tech. That's what's really exciting. 
That's what I heard. And so many things happen there. Tell me a little bit more about some of your favorite CES tech trends or things that people who weren't in Vegas should know. I mentioned digital health. That has been such a growing area for us. L'Oreal is one of the companies that actually uh, keynoted at CES, and they're talking about adaptive and assistive technology to help those with accessibility challenges use makeup. And it's just really special when you see those keynotes that you don't expect to see at CES and how they're embracing technology to make their products better, more accessible, and just really to kind of take it to the next level. Talk to me about AI. It's clearly <laughs> a word that everyone is using. Everyone's putting it in their marketing, whether it's AI, generative AI. There is a lot of movement around getting upskilled in AI, thinking about how to use it for your teams. What was going on with AI at CES? Well, it's everything and everywhere. I think if you looked at our conferences program, we had specific tracks on generative AI, but also like AI broadly. And the way we see it, I mean, it's ingredient technology. So every company will be using it. It's about how they use information to create better products. Uh, I think I heard one of one of our panelists talk about the it makes your smart products even smarter. We talk about smartphones, but AI will make them more intelligent. I'm sure I'm not the only one who's experimented with chat GPT. Uh, it's exciting. It's fun to play with, but really to see how those approaches and that technology are kind of being built into products, I think is what's fascinating. I love that. I personally love Shelly, Zalis, and Talia, and I think that you hosted something with TFQ at CES. Talk to me about that. Oh, yes. Oh, I, I love Shelly and the whole FQ team. They have been a partner uh, at CES for many years, but we were excited that this year we hosted our second annual Women in Tech Brunch along with Black Girl Ventures. And it was just an exciting like space to be in and see so many women engaged in technology at CES, part of our conference programming. And it was just a fun event. Really excited that we got a chance to do that again with Shelly this year. And I can't wait for next year. For anyone who wasn't there or even was there, any secrets, anything you can share with the boss audience that like you saw that others didn't see? The best thing about CES that I love is just discovery. It's not actually what you're looking for. It's what you see along the way. And that's the best part of CES. And so I might be focused on one exhibitor, but I see a really cool startup. And I'm like, I didn't even know that was possible. And so that's why being there is so important. It's the discovery, it's the curiosity, and then the serendipity of the people that you meet. Like Martha Stewart was at CES. Um, Stevie Wonder, who I love, and talk about one of my best moments at CES was meeting Stevie Wonder. He's there almost every year talking to our companies that are working on assistive technology. So it's just really exciting. You gotta be there to see it and experience it. That's amazing. Anything else that you wanted to share or focus on? Two programs that I'm proudest of at CES is our Leaders in Technology program, which brings government guests to CES, and also our Innovation for All programming, which is all about amplifying women and diverse voices at CES and on our stages. So those programs were incredible. The panels were extraordinary. All of it is available on CES.tech, but those were uh, probably the highlights for me. You're also just bringing me back to CES six years plus ago when I was there pregnant with my second and walking the floor with hundreds of women, but also not realizing that I was having water retention and probably needed to be on the next <laughs> stage. 
back to my doctor, but I got to do both. <laughs> and it was amazing. Again, there's so many incredible moments, so many incredible people. I, I, I love the people moments, the natural bump-ins and networking that happens on the line at Starbucks or... I mean, you're, you're so right. Like CS is a reunion. So many people I work with that I don't get to see in person. And so it, it really is an opportunity. Tiffany, what advice would you give to your 20-year-old self or people just starting out in new roles right now? I'd say to my 20-year-old self, you don't have to have it all figured out. Those entering the workforce feel like they have to have everything, their every career move kind of plotted out. You know, a lot of it is serendipity and it's really about discovering what you're passionate about and what you want to do. In the headlines, there is a lot going on in media and tech right now and across literally every industry. I think it's hard not to see another news article about layoffs at this company or layoffs at that company to thousands of people. Advice for them? Well, I'd say I've been very um, encouraged uh, on LinkedIn about people who may have been affected by layoffs, kind of leaning in to say, you know, for people to understand that they're available and ready to work and that, you know, it's not a consequence of their work ethic. Uh, it's just changes um, that companies are making in the economy. And I've loved to see the alumni of companies come together and assist their, you know, former coworkers. I've had friends who are experiencing it now is to make sure that you're leaning in, that you're engaging with your network and making sure that we know how to help. Any passion projects or things that you just like want to talk about on Boss? Well, I'll say two things that I'm very passionate about, and it, it's perfect that it aligns with what I do, is civility and understanding in Congress among our policymakers. So I have the opportunity to sit on the board of the Faith and Politics Institute. And in the memory of John Lewis, we take members of Congress down to Alabama so that they understand the civil rights movement from a bipartisan perspective. And we believe kind of that common understanding allows for uh, greater synergies, greater civility. I also uh, have the opportunity to sit on the board of Global Win, Global Women's Innovation Network, which is dedicated to advancing women in innovation policy. So whether women on Capitol Hill who are focused on tech policy or women that are a part of the advocacy community, that allows them to have the skills, professional development, and other kind of other networking opportunities to kind of help them advance their career. I love that so much. What is the future of work or just work? It will be varied. It will be tech enabled. I think everyone will have some type of AI kind of co-pilot or assistant to create greater efficiencies. When do you start planning for CES 2025? <laughs> now? We're always planning for CES. And I can tell you, the team um, that leads CES, Kenzie Fabrizio, um, John T. Kelly, and Shari, who works who works on CES sales, they're always thinking about CES. And the clock doesn't strike the closing of CES 2024 without already thinking about space for 2025. Amazing. Who should I have on my interview list next for Boss? Oh my goodness, I have a whole list for you. If you look at our Innovation for All programming, uh, we probably had about eight sessions. All of the women who are on those stages, men and women on those stages, are rock stars. Dina Gazarian, who's the chair of CTA's executive board, Stephanie Dismore from HP, Sharita McMullen from GitLab, uh, incredible women who are dominating in their fields and uh, would definitely contribute to this conversation. How can I help you pay it forward on something? 
I would say keep doing what you're doing, interviewing great people, understanding kind of their passions. Um, I think it's enlightening to a LinkedIn audience. And again, kind of their words, but the video and hearing someone kind of talk about that, their passion is very different and it's a great opportunity. So congratulations to you on all the great work you've been doing. Finally, anything else that you want to say or share with me to close out this amazing LinkedIn boss and now podcast interview? I would probably uh, close it out by saying thank you. It's been awesome to talk about CES. I have to make sure that you're there at CES 2025 with me and we'll toast at the Women in Tech brunch. Ah, uh, 100%. I'm so there. We're going to do this. Tiffany, it was a pleasure. Thanks, everyone.